What's up? What's up, y'all? And welcome. Welcome. Welcome to some assembly. Some assembly. Some assembly required. Welcome to some assembly required. Let's chat. What's up, y'all? And welcome or welcome back to some assembly required. It's a beautiful day today. And that it's a lovely fighting Friday. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, go back to season one. You know, throw it back. Go go do some research. Do some background work and let's figure it out. But today, I'm stoked because it is a fighting Friday. But weirdly enough, I do not have something that I'm fighting towards this week. I have a little bit of a change of perspective. Today, I want to call it a fuck it up Friday. I have a very exciting guest with me today, introducing a very close friend of mine and colleague, Science. You. What's up and welcome. What's up, girl? How you doing? I am fantastic. And I'm so excited to have you here on a lovely Friday. I mean, we've been talking about this for like weeks now. A little minute. Yeah. 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 So, so it's time. how how long have we known each other? I guess. I think like three months. Three months. Yes. Very short time span. Boom. But already Quality. Quality. You're fabulous. Science, I mentioned, is a colleague of mine and a very close friend of mine. I love bringing a lot of things to the pod, to some assembly required. Some of those things are variety, excitement, and ultimately opportunity. Like Let's go. Uh, for things that I don't even know about. Right. I think you're one of those people that can offer opportunity and advice and variety and excitement to everybody that's listening now. Well, shit, I'm honored. <laughs> Likewise. Honestly. TBH. <laughs> um, today, I'm, I'm really stoked to bring science on, and I was trying to figure out like what, what it is that I could bring to this pod, especially in season two, especially after leaving you guys hanging <clears throat> at the end of season one. <laughs> And I was trying to figure out what it is exactly that I want to bring. And I decided that ultimately, get ready for this Uh science, ultimately what I wanted to bring to the pod right this second was the quote unquote best. Okay. And I don't mean that as a joke. I'm not even just gassing you up. Like science is one of the best individuals that I've ever met in my entire life. Like with all sincerity, I cannot wait to have you here for like, infinity reasons likewise though yeah i'm so happy that when you agreed and that too we actually did it but really what i want the listeners to get from this is one to get to know you and two to draw their own conclusions as to why they may or may not i don't know you never know may or may not but fully wholly i believe you guys will um (laughs) agree with the sentiment that you are the quote unquote best and i'm just gonna like throw you to the wolves from the get-go i love that i'm super stoked go before we even get to like the origin stories of science because i always love a good origin story Indeed. all superheroes have one right this is very true villains um, too. i want to start you're right, you're right. <laughs> i want to start with three words take your time okay because i can i can edit this out gotcha three words that you think describe you to your core one is thoughtful thoughtful okay beautiful um one is sensitive sensitive yeah, and the last one will have to be loving. Loving. Those are the three I got. 
where did you kind of pull these things from? So let's, let's review. Let's draw a summary of events. Science has determined that three words that describe him to his core are thoughtful, sensitive, and loving. Yeah. Where did you draw those three words from? Um, literally through life experiences that I've had and some of the constants that I've noticed about myself. Some of the things we can't necessarily control, right? Yeah. Some of our personality quirks. Mm -hmm. I know I'm very thoughtful, not only because I've been told that, um, but also because I've noticed it within myself and I notice it's something that I want from people around me. Yeah, that's, you know? that's awesome. It's something that you've heard from other people and that you want to see from other people. I do, exactly right? that. And that, I think, is like essential to any words that we really attribute to ourselves and to our core. Mm -hmm. It's like what other people think of us. Right. Which is weird that we put that first, right? right. It, it is. It's true. Because it's, it's how, right. it doesn't matter what your intentions are, right? Intention or intent versus impact. Right, exactly. So, like, that if other people perceive you as a certain way, even if you're not trying to make that the goal, that's sometimes what is perceived. So, you draw from what other people may think, but what also you believe to be of true. Of course, that, yeah. And what you believe to be valuable. So, those three things, it's just an intro question. I have no other um, details <laughs> beyond that because I'm using these three adjectives, thoughts, words. I don't know. I'm terrible with grammar, so I don't know what parts of speech these words are. Those words are but, yeah, adjectives. I guess okay, you. adjectives. Yeah, beautiful, yeah. beautiful. Yeah. So thoughtful, sensitive, and loving are three things that you use to describe yourself. Mm -hmm. And I love that. And I could have just said, hey, these are three things that I think describe science, right? But That's I true. want everybody else to wait. Just wait. Lie and wait. And use those three core words to guide you through the rest of this conversation. Let's go. Like to, to put my guy science into some context, um, just take thoughtful, sensitive, and loving into your approach for the rest of this conversation. I love it that. It could be applicable. It could not be. But I just wanted to throw that in there because I really value what you think of yourself, but I also value what I think of you. And we'll get there eventually. I value that too. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. So now we're getting into the, like, the superhero portion because you are a rock star. Thanks, man. Um, what's what's your story for the people that are listening? Who is science, and how that's did he get here? What's my story? Yeah, um, what's the story? I it's was... vague, but it's, it's <laughs> awesome. What is it? Tell us. I'm a dude, um, a dude born in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, came into this world with an older brother who was nine years older than me. Okay. Um, started getting into this music shit. I can say shit, right? Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Thank uh, you, Lord. Just don't name drop where we work because that's where we met. That's oh, all. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> and I know. Shout out to the best people out there. Right, right. Um, so I think, like, I lived in Brooklyn my whole life until up to last year. That's why I'm in California right, right. now. And we're in cool. 2023 now, you guys. So he made the big move really post-pandemic. Yeah. Like, pretty soon post-pandemic. Right, right. From east to west coast. East to west. I'm out here. Mm -hmm. Um and my bro, of course, since he's nine years older than me, mm -hmm. when I was nine, I would always want to chill with his friends, be around his friends. Yeah. They'd do wrestling moves on me. Like it was, <laughs> it was like bittersweet because I was always getting picked on, but mm -hmm. they loved me. Um, and my brother was really into music, still is, you know, created, DJ, did all that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. hung the golden mic from the ceiling in his bedroom. That is so cool. Right. And yeah. my mom has a two story house in Brooklyn, of course, that we lived in. I would be upstairs with her 
and my brother had the downstairs so all you heard was like his friends all the time and i'd be so jealous because i'd have to go to sleep on a school night (laughs) so i'd kind of like creak the door trying to hear what's going on and i feel like that was sort of my first taste in like hip-hop but not necessarily just the music just the culture and the togetherness it can bring and yeah. like the cool you know like you're you're, yeah. you're a cool person if you listen yeah, to rap suave. yeah it's suave. like the, the, you know like all of his friends were cool they were creating music and that was literally it and after that he taught me how to make beats you know because he had all the equipment he taught me how to make beats so produce maybe a good point in time because i didn't even i gave them zero context for science oh. right oh, apart yeah. from where we began because i wanted to kind of see where you define yourself yeah, and I, yeah i'm glad yeah. we have I'm, we're in the same place yeah. which is that he's an artist mm-hmm. right i didn't want to say like how do you define yourself are that. you an artist are yeah. you a rapper like yeah. we know what you are you're yeah. you're both of those things and if you guys didn't know science is is a musician yes you're a rapper, hip hop yes. artist. Hip hop artist, and all the things. This is some stuff that I'm, I'm happy to share. So go ahead and give him a listen. We'll do the plug as we should towards Thank the end you. of the pod. Thank but you. Just so you guys know, he is a musician, and let, let's good. let's launch into the rest of that origin story. Yeah. So, nine years old, you're in this place. You're hyped. It's a vibe. What's it's amazing. Going on? It's amazing. Um, so my brother started teaching me how to make beats, and back in the day, there was. How old were like, you then? It's like nine, ten. Nine, ten years old. Nine, ten. And I used, I used to help him make beats, right? Yes. And we had old equipment. So, like, this is before he bought all the newish studio equipment. And that um, puts him at around 18 at the time. Yeah, 18, So 19. he's an 18 year old using his right. little nine year old brother to help him make beats. Which is kind of fly. It's kind of fly. And we'd have to, like, play on the same keyboard at the same time to record different things at mm-hmm. the same time because we didn't have, like, you know, yeah. illustrious equipment. Yeah. And so the pressure was on because if I fucked up, you know, I'd, he'd feel away. And, you know, so, I mean, that was kind of cool to go through. Um, and then I just started taking a love to it. Like, I took a liking to it, a strong liking, um, and fell in love with it there. And in high school, I remember not falling out of it, but not focusing on it. I got to high school and I focused more on rock music. Wow. Not making it, just like fucking. You did say that one of your favorite bands of all time is The Strokes. Fucking The Strokes. Which makes a lot of sense now that we're putting that into perspective because you talked about, you referenced high school. Yes, 2002, hearing uh, Is This It? Right? Is This It? Is that album number one? Okay, let's pause. Game changer. (laughs) You don't know what Is This It is referring to. Hop hop your behind into Apple or Spotify or whatever the heck, wherever you get your music, and listen to The Strokes, Is This It? It's like a soundtrack for many of my, like, like amazing moments in high school. It's like the soundtrack of life. It is. It's so beautiful. Oh there's my God. passion. There's emotion. Everything. There's thoughtfulness, uh, sensitivity, and love. Look at that. Look at <laughs> Three that. values for science that. that are built straight into the strokes. Indeed. It's not, no joke. Like, right, yeah, okay, right. continue. Go ahead. So that's where I was in high school. I was just, you know, getting to know folks in this new world. Um, had me traveling maybe an hour away from home to get to school every day. Wow. Got into the rock. Don't know why I wasn't really into hip hop, but I wasn't creating or anything like that. I was more focused on girlfriends and all mm-hmm, the high school mm-hmm. shit that yeah. high school should be. Yeah, focused we're developing on. our minds. Right, Girls all the good shit. That. Okay, we're making bad decisions. Yes. Bad decisions. Shout Let's out to bad go. decisions. And the lessons you get from them, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, 
And after that, I mean, I, I got into college, and I think that's when, like, my hip-hop journey started again. I just figured that's what I want to do, and I, I set a goal to, like, not even knowing if it's 100% possible, but thinking it is, to be able to do what you actually love for the rest of your life, and mm-hmm. music is something I love. And so I always had this dream of being able to pay bills. Yeah, doing what you love. Doing what I love. And that's when it started. I was in a group with my bro and a homie named Rich from college. Shout out to Rich. Shout out to Rich. Shout out to bro. (laughs) And then after a while, um, I went solo. I think that was like soon after college, I went solo. Mm -hmm. My brother told me, he gave me the baton and said, go for it. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's it. That's, you know, that brought me to where I'm at right now. Like I just fucking, I went from zero to a hundred. Yeah. Zero to a hundred. You... Uh, transplanted your entire life to try and Facts. help this boost itself yeah. to make the money off of what you to love. Like, to do it, yeah. Truly and honestly, right? If you didn't make it, would you say that what's happening now was futile? Like it was pointless? No. Absolutely Hell not. No. Yeah, there's value really, in the journey. Yeah, I don't really like believe or think that way. Yeah. Like, you know, not everything is going to end how you want it to end it's really about the journey sometimes yeah and even the definition of quote-unquote making it right Mm -hmm. is whatever you quote-unquote make it. it's really different yeah like you even deciding to transplant your life and then not only deciding to do it but then committing to it because again this is like a season one some assembly thing okay this is like we all have ideas we're idea people and we want to do something and we all have beliefs and we're all passionate about something and we talk about it for a very long time in my case over six years to turn it into a podcast and look at that and in your case like how long were you talking about maybe potentially transplanting um yeah i think it was maybe from when i was like it was the first time i came out to california was for music to shoot a music video around what year this had to be around like 2011. Okay, 2011. 2010. And so it took about a decade plus. And yeah, to 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 finally make that move, yeah. I just remember being in love with California as like a 20 something year yeah. old just out there, right? LA, mm-hmm. shooting music videos and it's like dream. eating tacos and yeah. shit. And then I went back home, <laughs> and it's it's but it's hard, right? Because somebody mentioned the, the other day, which is pretty fucking cool. It was like we were talking about how I moved here, and how I might go back to New York and all this kind of stuff. Right, and right. and they they mentioned like, well, you know, it's it's because it's New York you came from. Like you're mm. moving from one amazing city that people mm-hmm. want to live in back to, to another, another amazing, amazing city, city that people want to live in <laughs> not like you're in not no shade or anything but not yeah, like you're no, in wisconsin true. or some place that people want to kind of you know what i mean get out but you're one big city to the next so it's kind of like i went to school i don't know if i think i mentioned this to you guys before i can't remember but i went to school um like 15 minutes outside of philadelphia for undergrad I didn't know which that. means i was on the east coast and mm. philly is not um to say it lightly and shout out to my philly peeps don't take this personally generally speaking blanket statement not applicable to everyone philly is full of some kind of rough people like they're not like it's not socal okay it's not sunny it's not beautiful all the time we're not all happy to be here okay it's philly and philly is full of real people and new york is adjacent but almost more concentrated right Mm -hmm. so i i empathize a lot with 
that sentiment. And mm-hmm. I also understand that New York people love New York for New York reasons. And Southern Ooh, California people and Northern California, uh, Northern California region, they yeah. all love their places that's for good. their reasons. And You're that right. doesn't make any other one less valuable. No. But it does introduce a different platform and foundation for things like music mm-hmm. and excitement and willingness to promote yourself and willingness to take the deep dive. So it took you 10 plus years. 10 plus years. To commit to that dream. To commit. Am I saying that all of the listeners need to just like pull the trigger and jump on their dreams now? Not necessarily. Do you think that if you would have made the move 10 years ago that you would have been successful or in the right headspace or Um, any of that? No, I think all in due time. I don't really like thinking about it that way. I think if I moved to Cali at that point in time, I would have been very premature. Yeah. Yeah, everything happens for a reason yeah right? yeah it's just like yeah it didn't happen <laughs> then and i wouldn't have had all the experiences i had in new york yeah it's you true know, it no sounds sense. cliche it's stupid for all my like 22 year olds out there we're not just gassing it up okay nope. we're not lying to you just like relax. this is this is real life just, yeah, chill. just chill take out. it one chill day out. at a time make decisions that you set feel passionate goals. about yeah. yeah set your goals do things that make you excited Follow your in your brother's footsteps, or don't. Exactly. exactly. Whatever works for Whatever you guys. Whatever floats your boats. I I started this podcast, and I I was mentioning this to you earlier for mm-hmm. two main reasons. <laughs> I may have Which I may can? have discussed it differently when we were talking about it earlier. Okay. But the first one is that ultimately I talk too much. This comes up almost daily. You, we all know it's true. <laughs> I do the thing. It's beautiful. It's great in its own way. And then number two is that I felt like I had access to resources that could be valuable to listeners. I think the resources that I'm referring to include myself, but mm-hmm. also the perspective that I gain from those around me. Um, we've talked about your career, right? Like a little bit of music, like a little bit of inspo, like mm-hmm. very light. We touched on things. But I'm curious to know, within the context of the three words that are core science mm-hmm. and was in the context of the origin story that is science. Mm-hmm. Would you say that you are a big quote unquote dreamer? Like a quote unquote yeah. Beatles dreamer. You gotta be. I think I think everyone should be. I think you have to be. And yeah. I think everyone kind of is, even if you don't admit it. If you could, in your big dream, like placing yourself within all these things that we've talked about, mm-hmm. if you could pick up a pen and write the sequence of events that would encompass you and the rest of your life. What do you think that would look like? So I'm basically if you could speaking choose, about my you future. Could, yeah, think, dream big. A few things. Yeah, what, what do you big. think the, the rest of your life events would Ooh. project to? Dreaming big. Yeah, All right. let's so talk about like that big dream. Number one. Whatever nine to five job I have is out the door. Yes. So out no the nine to five. Nine to five. No shade to our nine to five. We love the nine not to five. Not at all. Right. We live off the nine to five. Of course, but but the bye. nine to five is not sustainable. Bye. bye. Um, it's it looks like personally first. It looks like me making a big change in people's lives with my music, and then to go deeper into that, it's filling out medium to large venues. I don't necessarily want to be the stadium artist. Yeah. I want to be the large, extra large venue artist. Right. And my life would be 
my career would be music, 100%. I'd be touring maybe four months out of the year. I see myself with a family, okay, which is pretty great. Yes. That's very supportive. Mm -hmm. Um, We are able to live very, very, very comfortably, you know. We're able to invest. We're able to have supplemental income. We're able to... mindset, yes. Exactly. We're able to have maybe three, you know, a crib here, a crib in New York, and a crib maybe somewhere else just to have it that way. Yes, exactly. That's what it looks like, you know. And, um, of course, being able to help my family out as much as I can with what I'm doing. I think it's literally, you know, a better life for me is a better life for everyone I know. And that's even more beautiful because it literally details you to your core. Like the three things that you identified were your core. Like, yeah, yeah, that's why I asked, right? Like, this is perspective. This is for all of you listeners to sit there and be like, well, what are my fucking three things that are my core? Mm -hmm. And what would other people agree or disagree with? And like, where do I want to bridge that gap? And where do I not? I digress. But um, I believe in that dream. Like, I wholly believe in the dream. Like, whether or not it's going to happen is totally up to divinity, right? right? All these things. Whatever. Put your name on it. Whatever you guys want to call it, right? right? Whether it's religion, whether it's just divine intervention. Right. Would be religion. Uh, Whether it's a horoscope, which really, if we twist it, could be a divine intervention. All these things, right? Right. There's a lot of uh, potential, mm-hmm. but I, I believe in your mission to get there, and I have seen the way that you operate, and I think that you can get there, but Thank you. that's aside from the point. I want to know if you believe you can achieve your big dream. A hundred percent. There was a time maybe a few years ago that I felt like I didn't have that vigor or belief in myself like I used to when I was young. Were you still working towards the same big dream? Yeah. It's been it's been it a very, very, very dream. long time. And every time I stand back and see where I'm at, it's it's truly a blessing to have so many fans out there and so yes. many people hitting me telling me I'm helping them with this music and all the great things, right? When you stand back. But when you, you have this dream, like not to say all that isn't enough as yet, but it's kind of like, all right, on to the next. We you know, still got this dream, still got this thing I need yeah. to do. Um so for a little while, when you're in your twenties dreaming pursuing it being broke is okay and fine right yeah, so you have yeah, this yeah. passion in you yeah. where it's like this is how it's supposed to be anyway mm-hmm. like i'm living in my mom's crib all the things <laughs> I'm still right living in my mom's and crib. then after shout a while right shout out to mom, <laughs> yeah. and after a while you kind of have to start like making a living if yeah. your dreams haven't come true as yet yeah. and then you have to start and it's not a tug of war but like you have to remember to hold on to your dreams as well yeah. Sometimes you, if you're 100%, sometimes you're giving, you know, 80 to now making a living and 20 to your dream. And, yeah. some, you know, it's like it's teetering in that way. Right. Yeah. It's a little spectrum type of thing. And from what I've witnessed from other people that are wholly successful, a great example of that is a shout out at Unfunny Kev Unfunny or Kev. hashtag tapped in yeah. this is another colleague of mine but mm-hmm. also just a phenomenal human being who has two pods one for my hip-hop rapper listeners tapped in. called tapped in that was that is so successful mm-hmm. and unfunny kevin show if you guys are trying to listen to some Podcast more pods but thing. twist it with a little bit of comedy yeah. and add my guy He's uh so at mark lee and my gal rosie okay. and not another money why not plug everybody, plug everybody. we're here right. um 
but really what I've seen is like value in people pursuing their dreams. Yeah. But what I've gathered from a crew of you three specifically mm-hmm. is that you can do the nine to five and pursue your dreams you can. at the same time. You have to. You have to. There's no other choice. The nine to five is necessary. You have to. It's part of 2023 plus, right? Yeah. Like we're not getting away from the nine to five. We all did it. Like, and, mm-hmm. and even, you know, musicians you loved and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, people you happened upon that weren't big yet. Like everyone was working a gig. And I'll one up that yeah. with the realest guy out there. The real Slim Shady. He, my guy Eminem, okay, only works a nine-to-five. Did you know that? What, right now? Yeah. So there, I don't know who, I was listening to an interview. Wait, not Eminem. You're talking, you're talking. I'm talking about the Eminem. Are you serious? He met in studio with, God, I wish I knew who it was at this at the time. Um, it wasn't Logic. It was somebody he collabed with. Say okay, it recently? Was, say it was Logic, mm. but it's not Logic. But I'm going to pretend it was Logic this gotcha. time. He met with somebody, I'll follow up on this eventually, Mm -hmm. we're calling him Logic now, he met with quote-unquote not Logic Logic, and that guy showed up like, you know, 12 p.m. say, and Eminem was already there, he's like, yo, you're already here? He's like, yeah, I've been here since 9 a.m., dude. And then it was like 12 o'clock, and Eminem was like, all right, take my lunch break. And this guy, Logic, say, was like what, lunch like are you serious now he's like yeah i've been here for i think fine. i've heard I take this my lunch break. this is what you do and then he and then at 5 p.m they were in a group dude this guy said like we were vibing we had a thing going on we we're like yo just keep it going he said it's 5 p.m i'm going home i'll be back here and it'll still be going at 9 a.m tomorrow right and i'm not saying that's how every artist no, or person has to conduct their business but, but Everybody has the ability to work that night to five. There's a discipline exactly. there that I feel a lot of us don't take advantage of. Mm-hmm. I feel like we will get up to go to work mm-hmm. to a nine to five, making yeah. someone else a lot of money and get there on time. Be anxious when you're on the freeway and can't get there. Yeah. But then if you have days where you're supposed to get up and do what you need to do for yourself, mm-hmm. you're not really putting that effort in. Yeah. And it's, that's it's kind of weird. It's hard. When you think about it. But you've, from what I've observed, you've taken your time, especially your, when I say quote unquote free time, I mean time outside of the nine to five, yeah. right? Your quote unquote free time you take to work on your business, yeah. even if it might not to the average person seem like it's working on your business, it's right? Working. Working. I know what your industry is. Yes. Your industry is people, your industry is relationships, and your industry is getting in contact with all of those and making it seem like things are kosher and just like you're hanging out but it actually is business so every time i see you out there i know you're on the grind i know that your network of individuals in los angeles is about a year and a half deep right like it's not like you i've grown up here my entire life everybody that i know is in this pocket of like 25 square miles like we're all right over here on this side of the 110 and 405 you know right and we know where we live and it's very different and i admire you in the land like i said he's the best (laughs) Um, i admire you for a lot of those reasons and in all missions and all endeavors when you think about networking when you think about your nine to five and when i think about all of the things that still have some assembly required i realize that there are a lot of elements of imperfection in those journeys of course something always 
requires some assembly. Of course. And when you think about that and what you're still working on now and what you're trying to achieve, mm -hmm. right? Like the big dream. Mm -hmm. And you've been alluding to the fact that you, or not even alluding, you straight up said, stated that it's been over 10 years yeah. that you've been working on this journey. Hell yeah. And it's not an easy path. So my follow-up question for you is what keeps you hyped what keeps you excited? What keeps you passionate? I mean, we know you're thoughtful. That's we know great. you're sensitive. We know you're loving. We know those are core to who you are and what motivates you. But when you're maybe having a bad day or That's not great. the best day, what keeps motivating you? What makes you not just say, fuck it, you know what? I hate this. I'm going back to New York. I have. <laughs> you might have said it, okay? We I've all say it. We say it. Oh, yeah. We do the thing. But oh, like yeah. on the days where you manage not to say that, not to pull that back, rabbit out of the hat. All right. What does science say I, to keep him in there? I remind myself, I feel like the move here was a sign of me betting on myself. Yes. It was me putting my pull, kind of pulling myself out of a place where I don't necessarily know where the passion was coming from anymore because you get sucked into having to do things to make a living, as we were mm -hmm. talking about, right? Mm -hmm. And then it hit me. I'm like, yo, I don't really think about myself as I used to. Like, I'm not doing the art like I used to. I'm not really doing shows like I used to. I'm not doing all these things. And the pandemic came and it was just like, you know, you get sucked up into that. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? It's the perfect time to move somewhere because you're kind of like putting all your cards on the table. You're kind of going all in if you're in a poker game. Mm -hmm. And every day you wake up in Los Angeles, California or yeah. Van Nuys or wherever, you're like, <laughs> oh shit, this is why I'm doing this. Yeah. You it's kind of put some on it, okay. right? And so like, that's kind of how I operate. It's not necessarily procrastination or anything like that, but I feel like I feel like the stakes sometimes have to be high. Yeah. You know, like I need to I need to like I would be the type of person or I am the type of person to tell my fans like, yo, a project is coming out mm -hmm. in September before the project is done to make sure that I finish the project. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. I'll I gotta do I'm it. I'm a procrastinator. Are you That's a procrastinator? Right. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. Yeah, and let me let me get Hike straight. It. Let me get on record. Yeah. Okay. There's nothing wrong with being a procrastinator. Not at all. Um the guy, big guy, Microsoft guy, who's the guy? Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Somewhere along the lines. Maybe this was a lie and I just read it on the internet and I assumed the quote was really a big Bill Gates, but we're gonna say this is Bill Gates. Bill uh -huh. Gates Bill. said that Billy. he often will hire the laziest person in the room for the I hardest heard this. job. I heard this. Because I'll find the most efficient way to but do it. Yeah, real shit. And I'm not, that's not me encouraging you guys to procrastinate, not okay? But, but I'm saying that there is room for error in being pressured to do something and pushing your motivation a little bit. Right. There's nothing wrong with utilizing that to your advantage. Right. And I think you've done it beautifully. Like, Thank you God. made it here. You're making a living. I'm here. You're completely yeah. detached from New York in yeah. the physical sense, but you're not detached emotionally, mentally. Like you're not. holding your relationships across both. Like I've seen it all. It's fantastic. It's beautiful. It's amazing. So since day one. Since day one. You and I have clicked. It's true. It's the truth. And we often refer to this. Often we say, and this is very casual, like, like, oh, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. Or somebody gets the vibe. Yeah, or like, vibes don't lie. I'm not saying we talk smack about people, okay? That's not our um, plan. That's not no. the way that we operate. But if we, if somebody's not quite working with us as well as maybe we vibe. think they could be, maybe we're not on the same vibe. Right. But it, it's a vibe. Mm -hmm. So in your own words for these lovely listeners, yep. what is the quote-unquote vibe? My definition for vibe, okay, vibe is big. Vibe is like... 
energy. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. Vibe is reciprocated energy. Vibe is you noticing someone's willingness to be open and accepting. Vibe is comfortability. You know, vibe is you notice that they're not energy suckers. Vibe is you want to be in that vibe with them. It's reciprocated. It's an energy. It's a comfort, right? So, again, put these all in the context of science's core work. (laughs) And of what you've heard of myself on Some Assembly Required. I am your girl. I didn't ever even introduce myself. Season two. Here we go. Look Same mistakes. Evelyn, E, 11, 11. call me. Okay, we're here. And we have these ideas of like what a real vibe is and what it's like for people out there that are like sucking the energy out there um, or providing more energy to you. There you go. Very much so. We provide energy to each other. We right. fuel each other's fires in and out of the workplace. There we I go. love this. It's fantastic. Thanks. My definition of the vibe, because I didn't want to just throw you out there and be like, okay, you tell us what it is and then right. fuck it, let's figure it out. Appreciate it. Accountability. Okay. For me, it's like what you guys may refer to as like, it's like a sixth sense mm-hmm. or the person that just fucking gets it. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, for me, three elements, which I love. I picked three core words for you, and you gave more than three examples of what it, the vibe is. Hell so yeah. here are my three key components of the what vibe of science plus E11, all the things, is well, number one, self-awareness, mm. which I think ties into your acceptance and not energy-sucking portion and being in the vibe with other people, which is being self-aware and understanding who you are, your place in the world. Like you can't find yourself within a group of people if you don't know you yet. That's right? true. And you may still be working on developing you. I very much am. Hashtag someone's something required. We always like, are. Yeah, we're here. But it's it's very much being self-aware. It's being supportive. Mm. Like you mentioned, you can't just be a fucking hater, mm. right? You can't just bring negativity. You can't suck people's energy out. It's knowing where you stand, supporting other people, and the yeah. most important of all three, which I think is just being genuine. Ooh, that's the one. Yeah, being genuine. And in this process, I was like, I don't know, and that's I don't know what one. I want to say, right? And I was like, let me look up some fucking quotes or some bullshit. <laughs> and my, I have this planner for my nine to five, mm-hmm. and it has quotes in it. And one of them that literally sometimes it doesn't even tell me who it is, it just says proverb, okay? Oh. Or it's empty. Love it. Right. Gotta love the citing our sources. But the quote that I'm pulling that was so effing relevant and like encompasses all three of those items and all of your core things. Okay. And I'm like going crazy right now. You have You're going in. Is that the first key to greatness is to be in reality what we appear to be. Mm. And I think that's the vibe. That's fire. It's kind of, it's crazy and it means a lot of things. And it, of course, is the person that lands and the vibe has to be your same kind of right. vibe, right? right? Because what is the vibe between you and I may right. not be the vibe between... Me and, you and my else. other friends right, exactly. or my other coworkers, exactly. right? Like they're all different vibes. Infinite like, amount of vibes. Exactly. Right. When you're finding that person that has the vibe, when you identify like who you want to keep surrounding yourself with, who's yeah. gonna fuel your fires, your science, dream big, like big fires. Real. Like who's gonna do that? And it's Real. gonna be the person that quote unquote vibes with you. And Indeed. and you very much are that person. And that's what I think really makes 
you the best, like amongst all others. Do you think that? Thank you. Um, of course, I'm glad you're welcome. That's done. <laughs> it's just me, like giving you compliments this entire time. <laughs> no. Um, but wh- what do you think about those? Self awareness, supportiveness, and being genuine. Like, would you say that those are? That's the vibe too. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred. And what stood out to you in there, if anything? There's nothing that's cool too. Um, support, support stood out. Yeah. Support stood out. Self awareness, of course, stood out because it made me feel like, along with self awareness, you're most of the time, if you're self aware, you're able to actually read a room as well. Mm-hmm. Right? Know your impact. Mm-hmm. Know how you impact folks. Yeah, intent versus impact. Let's bring it back. Right? You know what yeah. I mean? So I think. I think that is very, very important. One thing I did want to add to it was empathy, empathy. which probably finds itself yeah. somewhere in one of those I three think anyway. Empathy for me and the vibe lives in the fact that we're on the same vibe. You know, so when you're on the same vibe, automatic empathy. It's automatic. It even, it's like a given. Me. Doesn't have to be a yeah. mention. But yeah. I will say that like not everybody is a big empath. Right, empath meaning you're you're able to put yourself in somebody else's but shoes. You can practice it. You can practice. Effort it. is another E that people don't yes. do enough. Yeah, another E. Let's talk about oh it. God, another E. Go ahead, Evelyn. Eleven. That's it. Like no, not everybody's an empath, but you don't have to be to be empathetic yeah. or to try to be yeah. or to try to be You don't have to be an empath. That doesn't have to be your main descriptor. You don't, you to don't really got to feel it. Yes, you just got to try to understand it. The thing that is most important amongst all of this like i love that you are passionate about one your like formal nine to five career mm-hmm. in its mm-hmm. own ways you're passionate about that Indeed. and then two your career My after career. your career it's yeah. you have your nine to five and then you have your six to ten this is true like we, and i 11, firmly true. i yeah six to eleven yeah. or i see you out there but you you make it yeah. still to yeah. your nine to five like, there's accountability and there's um just understanding yeah i think and ultimately when you're a genuine person and you're trying to accomplish your missions you're trying to reach those big dreams if you're genuine if you are you are what you display to be you the quote-unquote you are in reality what you appear to, to, be, to be that leads to success Indeed. even if it's not like the biggest dream because right. success isn't just achieving what you thought you wanted to achieve right success is accomplishing something of great magnitude this is true take write it down right. make it a quote get it tattooed Please. i don't care it's beautiful. Just keep it with you. Yeah. Yes. And I'm inspired by you because you're still doing it. Like, I've met so many people in my entire life that are like, oh, I'm driven towards music. I want to try this. I want to try that. Art, podcasts, right? Videos, YouTube, all the things. And then they drop off. Yeah. And you are a testament to just a test again time. It's a passion. It's a passion. It's a passion. And it's that's. A vibe. I survive. You feel me? Like, I always, I always believed, like, how, why you start something and how you start something is very, very important. I do believe that a lot of people, of course, you can pick something up and try something, right? Yeah. But I feel like some people have this like innate passion, yeah. whether they learn their passion later or not. But for me, when I was doing music, it was never, ever about like, all right, I'm doing this so that I can get this. Mm-hmm. It was like, I'm doing this because I fucking love doing this and yeah. I don't know why I love doing it. But is it scary still? Um, yeah, of course, of course. But I, but just speaking on those folks that you're talking about, right? Like, and I mm-hmm. feel like a lot of people drop because it's like 
they go in for the wrong reasons. Yeah. I'm not going to say wrong, but they go in for like material. Re- I'm, I want to do this because I can material. get this from doing this. Yeah. Like I can do this if I do this. And it's like mm-hmm. if it if you don't get what you think you should have had from it, you're out. That's the only. And that's why people are, exactly. And that's why people yeah. are not. They don't make it. They don't make it. And right. I, if if this is you, don't take it to an offense. Right. If you didn't make it there, that doesn't mean you're not going to make it you ever. Or make you're it not going to make it somewhere else. Exactly. Yeah, or just like find something you love to do. So I want to encourage you guys all out there listening to take the three core competencies of science. Mm-hmm. Take the three core competencies of what I have identified as the vibe. Yeah. All in threes. I love to speak to you guys in code. <laughs> Acronyms, numbers, there things. Take that. Digest it. Do what you will. Seek out, do some soul searching, find something that you're passionate about. And like we challenge you to try and take that on, not necessarily six to two and you know, like you do your nine to five, don't have to go do six to two, but maybe an hour a day, six to seven, right? Do you think you do an hour a day, even once a week? Like if you did that, you're gonna get yourself to a place where you feel like you are a little more assembled. And I think that's where the real value lies is that I, I sit here. I do some assembly required because I want to, because right. I find value in it. Yeah. And you create your music because you find value in that and passion and excitement. Yeah. And I will say, I'm your number one hype gal. Like, I don't care. All the fans out there, I support you guys. You were here before me. <laughs> like, you're right. But ultimately, like, I'm your number one hype gal because Thank you. I think you have all of this. Thank I think you, you have it in... Uh, spades is what people say and I I think it's gonna motivate other people and aside from that aside from that okay the like second to that is that your music is good ah thanks man that's important that's just crazy because I mean truly and honestly the music is good I wouldn't just say that I don't listen to this genre of music very frequently but like if if you're a vibe person go check out the vibe that is science and there I, ultimately what i've decided is that this is the end of some assembly required altogether because now that we've had this relationship that i've assembled everything that i need to assemble i can just be your number one hype girl for the rest of my life oh let's go I'm just <laughs> i was like yo drops mic come through i know that's the dream right to yeah. retire into just being your biggest fangirl yeah, um yeah. but no i'm leaving that spot open for all you listeners out there um take it take it from me Come, literally pull it on my hand. Like, take it away. Be the number one fangirl for my guy, science, or boy, fanboy, or non-binary person. Um, Go listen to his stuff. This is a plug. This is the moment. I'll do it for you again because I misspelled it at the beginning. (laughs) At S-C-I-E-N-Z-E. This is why I spell things. You can find my guy on all the places. Instagram, Spotify, Apple, Anywhere else. And when you're on his Insta, by the way, Mm -hmm. go ahead, tap that link tree. And while you're there, pre-order a Traveling Man 12 and listen to his new single, Mighty Love, to catch the vibe. Let's go. Let's go. It's all good stuff. Um, If you're curious as to what it all sounds like, really, go listen to it. I'm going to drop this the day that I release it. It's going to be all over the socials. And support my friend. Facts. Support yeah. my friend. Yeah, support both of us. Right. And keep listening to some Assembly Required. Come back. If you haven't listened to season one, take yourself back. Throw it back. And if you did listen to season one, you have no idea what else to do. I mean, we gave you like an entire resource on Spotify with my guy. Like, go go listen to some stuff. Or, you know, the other guys that I plugged here today. Find your vibe. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Make it work for us. It's and there. we will chat soon. Peace.